is Random Action Tangent. I'm Adam. I'm joined by the Maestro. Hey, how's it going, guys? Also today, joined by Royce. How you guys doing? Glad Royce is a, a, new, a new addition. He's our uh, Sammy Davis. I am. Yeah. I am. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> right, so where you come from, Royce? Where you, where's your background? Uh, my background, I am coming from Chicago, Illinois, the south side of Chicago. Born and raised. Came out here about five years ago. Um, came out here to go to USC. Uh, then after I came out here, I kind of fell in love with you guys' weather and women. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of decided to stay out here making my home. It's very appealing things to... Uh, to people from the outside, I see that. In fact, I think every year after the Rose Parade, the, the Tournament of Roses, whatever, people see the weather from the, all over the world. Like, hey, that's that's amazing, and they start coming out here, which, yeah. which is fine. But it sucks for traffic for, for us. <laughs> yeah, <That's> a, <laughs> you don't need any added traffic. Yeah, right. It's pretty bad out here. It's not that. It's not that good, guys. There's not, we got a lot of smog. <laughs> <laughs> so you try to make it sound worse than it really is. Right? Smog, smog, <laughs> just traffic and smog. That's about it. Smog from traffic. Bad traffic. Really bad traffic. <laughs> bad traffic because of the smog. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a great place, and I don't blame people for coming out here. But I, I did spend some time in New York about a year ago, and I fell in love with New York as well. I did. I lived in New York for Was about, that right? Yeah, I lived in New York for about maybe six months, and uh, yeah, it's nothing. I'm nothing compared to Chicago or L.A. I wouldn't go back and live in New York. No, no? I can't do it. Okay. I can't do it. I see, I was there for a weekend, which is easy to fall in love with yeah, in a well, weekend. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I can't. I imagine it'd be tougher. I, I don't like the whole not having to drive because I love, I love driving. I love driving, and I was scared to drive in New York. I, I parked my car when I, when I got there, and I left it for the entire weekend until it was time to leave because it was just. Did you Did you have the uh, pleasure of taking the train yet? Or the subway. The yeah, subway I, I, I was in the subway the whole weekend, all the way. And you still liked it. I did and like the subway. Like, no. Oh. No. Oh my god. Oh. Oh, oh, <laughs> man, dude, rats! Like I saw. I mean, honestly, I heard the story. I heard the story about the rats, but I did see a rat that was as big as a cat. Like I, I swear to wow. you, it was huge, and it just like runs by your foot, like not even on the track, just by your feet. Wow, They're just chilling, like on, on the platform, on the platform, Jesus. on the platform, That's like a brave no. rat. Well, I guess if you're that big, you can be brave. Right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you guys rat, don't have a bag. What? The king of the rats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're from Chicago? I'm from Chicago, born and raised. All right. I'm very proud of my Chicago uh, nat- nativeness. Is that a word? Uh, nativity. No, the, the, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say not naivete, but that's not, a different word altogether. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Nat- nativity? Nativity. What are you looking at me that for? Makes, that makes you think of Christmas, though. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, yeah. No, I'm not, you know, you not from Bethlehem. All right. Yeah, but, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, very proud to be from Chicago. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be out here. Now, it's, you got the people in LA are completely different from Chicago. Um, okay, that's kind of that was kind of the first thing that I had to get used to was right. how different people were. You can say asshole, that's asshole. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not you guys. Of no, course. no, we're <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But you know, I just I don't know. It's a little different. It's a little it's a little weird. It can be kind of kind kind of kind of gets to you, and then you go back home and you kind of check back into reality, my reality at least, and then right. I come back out here and I'm ready to ready to hit it again. You know, so yeah. Yeah. What's, what's the biggest thing that was like a shock that somebody did? Everyone doing selfies while they're talking to you? <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the girls lining up at Starbucks and taking selfies at the yeah. same time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Rise you know? and grind. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Well, that what grinding, they say? No, grinding is also coffee thing, you see. Sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all a bunch of hashtags. All right. Anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, honestly, the, uh, probably the, I mean, you kind of know where you stand with, with somebody in Chicago. Um, out here, you know, I, I've done so much since I've been out here and it's kind of like you don't really know where you stand with people. They promise things and they're kind of flaky. Mm-hmm. They're kind of phony at times. And it's like you don't really know where somebody's really coming from, even if you've known them for a while. And I, I, I that kind of, that kind of bugs me to some extent, but absolutely. Uh, yeah. But you know, I mean, at the same time, very nice people, you guys, you know, you guys are the small capital of the United States. And I think everybody out here has kind of got this kind of easy kind of way of life and they just kind of, you know, take it easy. It's not as fast paced. It's not as hardcore, which is cool. I like that. I like the laid back kind of atmosphere. So there's, there are pros and cons to it, you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah I feel like maybe a little bit too laid back at times where mm-hmm. it's, it's, it borders on lazy even mm. where it just, eh, I'll get to it. I mean, I'm guilty of that myself. I, I, I'm lazy sometimes. Yeah. I try not to be. <laughs> I am too. It's the sun. It drains you, man, or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. It's the traffic talking... in the smog. It drains my energy. It's for vampires. It's for vampires. All right. So, yeah. it, from Chicago, what is one thing that people outside of Chicago should know about Chicago? It's a lot of Chicago's. Oh. Yeah. 
what is one thing that you guys should know about Chicago being outside? Um, it, well, being from the south side of Chicago, it's becoming it's becoming more well known. It's it is actually very it's a very violent city. But there are good parts of it. So, I mean, it kind of has a bad rep going on right now that, you know, it's it's violent and, and which it is. But at the same time, it you know, it is loving. We have great architecture. Well, I mean, that's I feel like I'm a travel agent now. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're, they're, you know, just it's good. Yeah, it's good. All right. Yeah. Pizza. Oh God! Okay, if we want to talk food, yeah, we can uh, go there. I always okay. want to talk food because goddamn, you guys don't have the food like Chicago has. Let me tell you, Maxwell's hot dogs, <laughs> Harold's chicken. Anybody from Chicago that's listening, can y'all just co-sign with me on some Harold's chicken? <laughs> Roscoe's right. chicken and waffles out here is nothing compared to Harold's chicken with mild sauce and fries. All right, um, man, I miss. I wish I could eat some. Right <laughs> oh, oh, about uh, you been to Pink's hot dogs yet or not? I have been. To, I have been to Pink's, but it's not. Doesn't hold flames. Okay, and, yeah, interesting. Not, it's not, good. Not, right. Maxwell, because everyone always like sausage. raved about Pink's, and I went, and it was, it was, it was, it was interesting in the way that I didn't realize hot dogs can be made this this many ways. They they, they got all kinds of stuff. They got even the the, the burrito hot dogs, and that was gnarly. All kinds of weird stuff. I I enjoyed it. It was like chili chili. Oh. Oh, I, lo- I turned anything I hot can. Hot dog burrito. I mean, yes. This sounds like all sorts of bad. It is. It is. But I turned anything I can into a burrito because I just I love the convenience. I, I love the taste. <laughs> uh, we we had a the other morning. We had uh, eggs with a uh, tortilla in there. It's a kind of Hispanic thing to do. You get the corn tortillas fried up, throw eggs in there, mm. and I turned that into a burrito. Mm-hmm. It was like <laughs> there's tortilla inside and outside my burrito. I just I can't get enough. You of ever it. had like a quesadilla wrapped inside of a burrito? Quesadilla is kind of burrito. Here. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> wow! That was a weird <laughs> reaction. Wrap inside of a taco <laughs> right no there is oh where was it some 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 place where you can get a burger instead of the buns they have quesadillas to like wrap the whole thing or that's that's a burrito you sure isn't a waffle man i don't know i've just got excited though i don't know what i'm talking about there's a waffle place like that is there yeah 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 maybe that's it maybe ah. all right who cares there's a waffle <laughs> joint not far from here that actually makes um sandwiches out of waffles it's pretty good oh. wow what, like cheeseburgers and like... Oh, mm-hmm. that's the thing that uh, Taco Bell's going to start doing. What, for breakfast? Making bre- what, breakfast tacos. Yeah, breakfast that, tacos. Yeah. It's waffle taco with your egg and bacon and such. How unhealthy can we be? Is that, right? Ah, oh, so good. Wait, what are you, is that a good or bad? <laughs> 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 All right, so what brought you to Chicago, uh, from Chicago to L.A.? Uh, well, I came out here. I, I, I went to USC. I went to their cinema program. I always wanted to go since I was real little. I always said I was going to go to the SC Cinema school and i did got in was blessed and i've I've been in the entertainment industry since i was probably 12 i was doing commercials and film little tv and voiceover as well so Mm. you know i'm no no stranger to anything in the entertainment industry and i just you know this is the kind of the hub the core of where it is so i i kind of just kind of always knew that i would be out here at some point and you know i'm kind of i was blessed to get a bunch of different jobs and gigs and i just kind of stayed out here after i left after i graduated with my ba considering maybe going back for uh grad school but you know with film it's like uh, you don't really know is it well plus you, it or, you know? a lot of it is who you know it's not so much the background exactly. that you have so I mean, exactly. you can be you can have a master's degree a phd even if that's possible in communications exactly. and there's people that come off the street and start into into radio exactly there's, a, there's been a lot of stories where people come in that they just do the uh, in the background, they used to be cutting tapes before there was like digital editing. They'd be cutting tapes and putting it together for promos and such. Right. They start there, they end up now they're hosting. Show. I think that's how Corolla started, even or no, Jimmy Kimmel. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Kimmel started that way. <laughs> he, he was cutting tapes yeah. for a radio station. He became a radio host, and then he was going from town to town doing that thing. And then, well, now he's the king of late night, yeah. arguably. Wow. So yeah, that's true. That's how Tyler Durden started too. You know that. It's all kind of cutting tape, but uh, is that why right. Jimmy Kimmel's eyes are so squinty because he was cutting? It's it's, it's, it's possible. Oh. It's very possible. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he's learned that way. Mm. All right, but that, that is, so you're in the entertainment industry, which also explains a little bit of the feeling you have about people being fake. I feel oh like my that's god, a huge, huge part of the entertainment industry. It's, Nothing but promises, and then it's like it's nothing. like it's like it's it's required of everybody in the entertainment industry that that's how they are you know I mean? yeah but uh, i don't know i guess i mean it's it's kind of it's kind of like uh nice politics it's, well it's kind of like a little it's like a step down from politics but it's just it's really it's really crazy yeah it's very phony very fake people who promise they're going to do stuff for you or help you out never do never have the intention of doing it but you know i mean they, they must get asked for help a million times you know I'm, i realize mm-hmm. that 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 people who are in the entertainment industry know it is about who you you know so if you know that and you you're always looking for somebody to help you out then you must if you if you're in a position to help somebody you must get asked a lot so you kind of have to have this 
story that you throw at people like, oh, well, I'll say this if this person asks me for help or I'll say that. Right. But, you know, I would just say once I get to a position where I am in a position to help somebody, then if somebody comes to me and I can't help them, I wouldn't lie. I just that's being from the Midwest. I'm not going to tell you, oh, yes, I'll do this for you and I'll do that. And then, you know, you call them back and they didn't give you a send off number or to a mm-hmm. answering service or something. Mm-hmm. You can tell I'm a little heated about this. Uh, a little bit. It's getting well, uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're cool, though, right? We're cool. <laughs> no pieces on me. No, it's just, I'm just, it's moderate. It's a very moderate podcast. Yeah, We're just having fun. <laughs> I know there's something behind this. I know. I know it. Now here's Chris Hansen. <laughs> I don't know why. Let's take a seat. Take a seat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, have you been involved in projects then at this point? Projects as in short films or anything. Or any? Yeah, I've been. I've done a lot. I've done a lot of short films. I've done episodes. I've done music videos. I've done. I worked at TMZ for a while, and I did oh my. the yes, I did the whole Harvey Levin follow and and destroy people's lives type of all right hiding in the bushes type of thing yes hiding in the wow i've learned the ins and out of being a paparazzi and let me tell you it is it is a crazy lifestyle i but, believe it yeah i've done that i've i've uh i've worked on documentaries worked with some known directors of acting now as well going on auditions and all right now i'm doing podcasts as well right. with you lovely folks so it's good times. Yeah. Step up or something. I don't know. Step up revolution. It feels good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So at TMZ, there's got to be a lot of stories out of TMZ. Oh, yes, sir. All right. Yes, so sir. what do you – give me give me one. Give me one. I'm sure we'll get to know more of yeah, these as time goes on. destroy life. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's not going to have a target on our back after we <laughs> – I don't want Harvey in my in my in my bushes. Oh, and please believe me, he will. He is he is he is the all-seeing eye of Hollywood, man. He knows no. a lot and knows everybody. Um, it's crazy, you know. Following, I, I don't know. I guess like, well, for the sake of name dropping, I guess my favorite probably would be chasing Justin Bieber down. And I actually, oh. he never talks to anybody, and he actually talked to me, so that was kind of cool. But oh. he, uh, you know, we, we he's in his little freaking leopard print. You know what? What is it? Leopard? I think it's like either a Lamborghini or a. Oh, I thought he was wearing clothes. Sorry. <laughs> right, you know, that's what I was thinking. He's in his leopard like print thong. It's <laughs> <laughs> like running down La Cienega. <laughs> I'm not sure what to know about this. No, I don't know. He had le- I know he had like a silver bullet Ferrari or something. He has a leopard. Pr- Wasn't it course? <laughs> no. Yeah. Bullet. Uh, tr- a car and a train. <laughs> All right. <laughs> No, I don't know. It's like it's either an Audi or a or a, or a Lamborghini or something. But it's, the point it, is, it's leopard printed. It's a leopard printed. Um, yeah, what the hell? But we're chasing it down. Um, uh, I don't know. It's probably Beverly Drive. He stops at Fred Siegel and does all this erratic driving, you know, and shakedowns. And his security guards are these crazy big swole dudes who have no problem knocking teenage girls over for Justin Bieber, which I've wow. seen them do. And uh, interesting. Yeah, it is. It's it's crazy. But I got to build that fan base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but man i have so many crazy stories i don't even know I, it's it's a crazy uh crazy world for an entertainer crazy absolutely world. yeah yeah there, there was a uh, who was it I, I, speaking of jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel was uh with corolla one time uh tmz caught them coming out of a movie which apparently they were meant to go see like fast six or something or fast five at the time but i guess it was a joke they ended up going seeing sex in the city <laughs> 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 and then on the way out, they're like, hey, so I just like the movie. And they're just like, ah. And then they pretend to be gay with each other. It was, it was fun. Oh, that's like <laughs> an interesting. I mean, you gotta, if you take it too seriously, I think, I feel like, I feel like if I was at the TMZ status, I would, I would, I would, I would fuck with them quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And just, just like have fun and make up stories and watch it be a headline and then be like, no, that's, I, of course I made that up. I didn't actually wrestle a lion mm-hmm. or so, something crazy like that. Why not? Cause I'd be dead <laughs> if I wrestled a lion. Oh, you see that now. No, I, I don't. I don't think I could ever get in, in the shape that I could take a lion on. Oh, you could, well, like a mech warrior shape. Maybe. Sure, why not? All right. Well, I have tried it. it See, is. That, was that right? It's very hard. It's got a lion. It's very hard. All right. That's All right. how I got this scar. All right. That very good. No one can see. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very convenient place for a second. Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. See, <laughs> you'd be a horrible TMZ reporter, right? <laughs> Just uh, lion scars. All right. So from from there, what's what's your, what's your aspirations? Where are you trying to go? What's the big picture? Oh man, the big picture is to pretty much do my own thing. I want to bring I want to bring stories to light that are not, I I believe Hollywood is just a big 
cesspool of bullshit. Yep. And, you know, it's all about how we can explode this glass a million times in different, you know, frames and cuts and ways it makes okay. just, you know, just all this action packed drama that's, and I mean, it's, it's become that, but I want to get back to the old way of telling stories. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very classically trained as an actor and, you know, as far as film. And I just, I think that, you know, that's what I want to portray when I, when I end up, I guess I didn't say that to start off with. I want to direct. I want to, you know, okay. I write and make my own films as well as act in them. So that's my ultimate goal is to, um, I don't know. I, I don't really want to compare. I, I hate comparing myself to people. Right. But that is what I want to do ultimately is to write, direct, and act in as at a list standard. All right. You know, who, who, are, who are your big, big guys in the industry? They're like, that guy's awesome. I want to be like that. Oh, shoot. Well, I mean, I, I respect different people for different. I mean, I guess, and it's kind of weird that they choose to work together. I, I'm a huge Scorsese fan. Okay. But I'm also a fan of people that, you know, haven't been recognized. I was mentored by a gentleman by the name of Bill Duke. He's pretty much considered the African-American godfather of cinema. Um, right. And he's, you know, he's he's had a pretty, he's done a lot. He's done a lot. He's, and he makes films that he believes in and that he considers to be true. But I then, you know, you get, you get somebody like a Scorsese who's just well known and makes awesome films or an actor like, you know, Johnny Depp, Leonardo DiCaprio. Like these are, these are great people that do great yeah. things. And I mean, I, I want to, I want to, em, I don't want to emulate them, but I do look up to them and I do okay. respect them for what they, you know, bring forward. But yeah, I mean, I, I I can't, I can't, I can't, I hate always putting a finger, putting a finger on somebody that this is, this is what I want to be. If I could, I could, I just want to be me. I want to bring, I, I want to be at their level. Okay. And bring my own thing to it. You got know? it. Yeah. Okay. See, I want to be Bruce Willis. That's, that's, that's me. <laughs> I want to be Die Hard. I want, I want to be John McClane. I want to be Billy Bathgate. That's not his character name. Kanye, but yeah, there's a bunch. Of, uh, Bruce Willis, is, uh, listeners of the podcast know he's, he's a figurehead in my, actor world mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where in fact this is my reference my Bruce reference in, in this episode yeah. but yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's that's he's, he's a good guy I like him heavy but metal what heavy metal no I well, I can tell you he's an asshole is that right <laughs> no how dare you <laughs> he doesn't Let's go ahead and end that out of the podcast let's get that out <laughs> no, no Bruce I'm sorry please don't be listening yeah, I love no, he's gonna he's gonna show up in your bushes I don't I know right don't kill me Bruce with an icicle kill in your eyeball <laughs> what movie was that die hard too all right all right uh, <laughs> Quick, right, and it freezes. No evidence, <laughs> right? It, it melts rather. <laughs> yeah, I think they did Mythbusters about the ice bullet. Yeah, and it does, doesn't work out. Yeah, yeah, which is the firing velocity will melt it or something. Mm. But it it would be it'd be clever if you can get mm. it to work. Mm. But well, that was a Hitchcock thing. Didn't he stab somebody with an ice cube and it and it melted? Okay, so well, nobody... yeah, yes, the stabbing. stabbing is fine. Yeah, yeah. The bullet's different. Bullet's different. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. now you know what to do if you need to kill right. somebody. Right. Ice what if it was gelatinous instead? Gelatinous. Yeah. A gelatinous bullet? Yeah. Well, gelatinous, but frozen, of course. Right. I, I feel like it would lack the penetrating power. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Lack the penetrating power. I, I don't know. Last time we saw Jello, I don't feel like that can penetrate anything. Pen All right. Never mind. <laughs> Said too much. Said too much. Okay. All right. So, in the, <laughs> moving on. In the entertainment industry... <laughs> So you're involved with casting at all, as, as far as people that are playing roles? Have you seen that process? I have seen the process. I actually went through the process when okay. I was at SC. Uh, we did have to cast, and it's kind of, it's kind of, it, it it shows you a lot based on an actor because you know you go into these casting sessions and then you are reading for a role. You have no idea what the people behind the table that are sitting there, just sitting behind laptops, kind of like you guys, and they're just looking at you like, oh, what, what are you gonna do? All right. And you just feel so uncomfortable. But the, but be, being an actor, I feel for them, and you know I try to give them. You know, I give them either direction, or I give them a smile or something because you're really going in there vulnerable doing mm -hmm. doing casting. And um, I've been in casting uh, casting directors. I've been I've been around them since I was probably 12 years old because I was going on auditions when I was 12. Oh wow! So you know, I mean, it is a it is a it is a fun lifestyle. I I, I do I do enjoy it. Yeah. All right, just started watching now Game of Thrones. It's, it's been <laughs> oh, out for Lord. quite a while, and well, three seasons at least. And I just over over the past week and a half, I've I've gone through all three seasons, so I'm I'm current now. But there's there's some things about that that, especially recently in the last couple of episodes, it's not going to give anything away. Don't How do you get casted for like a, a walker? Is that what you're asking? No, but it uh, it's it's 
it's along the lines of how do you cast certain roles knowing that it's not exactly a glamorous role that is something you don't want to be. I just called it. Why are you getting casted for a walker? All no, no, not, no, not not a white walker. Because that I mean that's that's a that's a makeup thing. You like a zombie, whatever. That's fine. You're gonna yeah. make a bond. But if you're casted to be somebody that in the series is looked upon as ugly uh-huh. or just repulsive in some way. Have you watched the movie, the series? I have not watched the series, but I do have a very, very strong opinion on what he's talking about, though. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. Because yeah. the, there was a, there's one of the kings that has a bunch of daughters that are apparently not very attractive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So, and I feel like that's got to be a, the most awkward thing <laughs> in the world. I'm, I'm, I'm playing the part of the ugly daughter number three. All right. Let me look at your picture. Ooh, bye. <laughs> All right. Well, all right. Let's move her up on the list because, wow. <laughs> How does that kind of feel to be one of those one of those actresses that I'm going out to play an ugly person? That's yeah. got to be weird. And just, I mean, it, t- it takes a certain level of security, I guess, to be able to say, hey, I'm ugly. But <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It is exactly what it is. You go in for these roles knowing exactly. And they have them on the breakdowns. They're like, okay, you know, this is the this is what, what you're playing. So they're not actually directing at you. But they'll say, okay, the role is 25-year-old female unattractive you know maybe plus size whatever and then they're they're going to send your agency is going to send you this side saying okay this is what you're going out for so you realize that you fit that criteria but as an actor it's more about being an actor so i mean if you're ugly you got to be comfortable in your ugliness i remember i went out on an audition and i try to speak with with some you know a little a little bit proper but there are sides that say you know african-american man you know 20 20 years old from the hood so then i gotta turn my hood voice on i can't go in speaking proper like you just have to know that that's what you're going for and you have to be able to portray that can you speak proper hell yeah nigga i can speak proper (laughs) (laughs) well see i I would think that you walk in speaking proper and like all right now let's start reading and then boom you turn it on to it that's exactly what i feel like be more impressive that's exactly what you do all right you don't walk in all being all hood and like hey what's up (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, you do read the shit out of these school, these words or whatever. <laughs> I'm reading the shit out these motherfucking words. Yeah, yeah exactly. No. You can't be walking in like that. You're like, all right, dude, this guy's been weird. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, unless you're playing a proper role, then you walk in that way. <laughs> like, oh, right. straighten it up, right? <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it is. It's got, it's hard, but you you do have to be comfortable and you have to just love your. You have to have a passion for acting. And I mean, yeah, it sucks being an ugly girl. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't imagine. I, I guess I mean, I, I don't think I'm the best looking thing on the planet, but I don't think I'm the worst either. You're not a ugly girl. You're fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could not get the role you're saying. Thank what? God for that. All right. <laughs> yeah, it just it, it's I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. I mean, I guess if you love acting that much, I, I would feel like personally, if, if I was an ugly person, I sound like an asshole. But what's uh, <laughs> <laughs> great? What qualifies? Right. What qualifies as an ugly person? I'm, I'm going to portray myself as an asshole. When I look at way. you and my eyes bleed, that's what qualifies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but if 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 I was looking in the mirror, like this is not a good look, I, I wouldn't think I should be an actor. I should be on the big screen. I feel like I'd be going other ways. Maybe uh, I'll work a fry kitchen, or I don't know, I don't know something that is not major, huge in the eye of people that are going to be looking at me all the time and making fun of me. Because I mean that's that's a huge, that's, that's a whole lifestyle. Like at, at that point, if you're known for, to be this ugly person on screen, then you're in, in the world and like, hey, look at this ugly dude. That, that'd be hard. Wouldn't that be hard? You seen Jack Black? I was oh my high five. Is bro. that I was just? Oh my god! <laughs> Same wavelength. I was so about to say Jack Black, bro. Yes. All dude, right. When I was young. My cousin would be like, oh, Jack Black is the, ugly. and I'm like, okay. I mean, he's not that ugly, but shit. But like, for some reason, women think Jack Black is ugly as balls and he makes so much money so you can be ugly yes. and be well, successful <laughs> I'm, I'm not a big jack black fan just because i don't i don't find him that funny and yeah. I, I said this before my favorite jack black movie is the jackal which is a bruce willis movie by the way oh, okay. uh, where he gets shot to shit by bruce willis by a huge gatling gun which is amazing it's the best role ever second bit by bruce willis right now yeah. right. <laughs> there it is bruce willis is yeah yeah amazing mm-hmm. true so jack black <laughs> but see he i think it's starting to be a comedian if, if you're if you're not if you're not good looking, you Wasn't go to he comedy. always kind of being a comedian. Think so, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. You yeah. go, you go the comedy route. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Going yeah. the acting route. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I, get, I mean, there are some amazing. Like, I'm trying to think of and see. Uh, I'm trying to think of like amazing actors who are not. I mean, Mickey. Well, no, he's he was ugly. Actor. Martin Short. Martin. Yeah. Maybe the comedy too. He's huh? got to look. About, yeah, comedy. All right. Outside of comedy. Mm. Oh, there's this one guy in uh, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, he, he always plays a thug, a mafia dude. He's got like a scar over his face. Uh, he's been in a lot of movies. He's always playing oh, the, the tough dude? guy. No, no, he's no. He's, he's, he's an Irish dude. In, in oh, Central America, he's an Irish dude, and he's got the scars. Oh, face. Um, have you seen Spartacus? 
Yeah. Yeah. The guy, the one of the, oh, no, it's Spartacus. Oh, not Spartacus. No, it was uh, 300. 300. Yeah. Remember the guy that actually came back to tell people about it? He had the scar on his face. He's been alive. Is that real? That was a real scar. Apparently. Because yeah. every role he's in, he's got that scar. Yeah. He's also in, uh, what's it called? The. I want to say like knock around guys even. No, no, no. Doesn't matter. No, no, no. But uh, uh-huh. that's his that's his role. His role is that the guy with henchman. the scar. Yeah, because he's the scar. <laughs> he's always the henchman though. He's never like the the boss. He's always the henchman because that he looks like a henchman. He's he's been henching. I feel like for somebody. And that's called typecasting. And you know, a lot of times you're a lot of times you you are typecast. I mean, if you can't play a good looking you know person, then you. Yeah, sorry, you're going after the ugly parts. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. I'm and you're just, just like hoping, just like the, uh, the, the, the dwarf or the imp. Willow? Game of Thrones. Oh. That yeah. guy. I mean, there's only certain like, roles that, like, that, yeah, that, the dwarf. That, uh, <laughs> well, that's what they call him in the, in the, in the, in the, in the show. It's just a dwarf to be insulting, I guess. I should, not PC. Uh, but he, was, he's, yeah, he's, what is mid, he's, yeah. he's a little person. Little midget. Person. midget. I don't know. Is the one they don't like, I think. Yeah. Well, there's yeah. certain different types of, of, uh, little people, midgets, uh, depending on how their bone structures are. Oh, you're right. There's a dwarf and then a midget. Or yeah, a dwarf is like and a little a certain, person. Yeah. yeah. Dwarf is yeah. a certain height and then. That's crazy. Yeah. I just really, yeah. if they're like they have normal features but are just small, that's a different type of dwarf or, um, or whatever. I'm not exactly sure, but I remember there being one person that I, I heard that tried to get the the handicap plaque okay. for being under the certain the correct height for be for be a, okay. a little person. They wouldn't give it to her. I just want to say that the girls or the midgets or whatever they are called, the the, the women they have ass on. Them. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yes. <laughs> have I, you I, noticed? I that? have noticed that. Yes. I saw one walking on Vin- man. I saw one on Venice. I was like, okay, and she she had the little spandex going, and I was like, oh man, I don't know if this is wrong or if this is okay. <laughs> I don't know, but or is it all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Understood. But that's, that's one of those things that I, mean, I think it feels it comes with the body type. Like generally, fat dudes, big fat dudes, have like these giant calves because they're supporting all that weight walking around. Maybe it's the way that they walk that it just kind of mm. makes the ass bigger. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how. <laughs> 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 Right. So anyway, that sounds right. Right. <laughs> so Game of Thrones. I've been watching that, and this is the whole ugly thing. It kind of put me off a little bit. Then they got the the giants and the ogres and whatever. Same kind of thing. That if they got a certain face for it, put them in that role. But then it's like, all right, so you're an actor to play this one role, and then like that's about it. Unless you're waiting for another ogre character, another another midget character, another ugly woman character. So how how big is your career going to be that's playing those right. very small roles? It's not. It's not gonna be. That's it's the sad part. Yeah. You really have to expand and like do more than just um that one specific role. It's just you can't just be typecast and fit just that tech cast only. You have to expand on that. You have to do other things as well. Right. Like there's this whole out outcry. Like comedy. What? Yeah, the comedy. Yeah, of course. Yeah, comedy is always a venue. You can always do comedy. Well, you can't. Uh, you can try. You can always try comedy. I guess well, there's not a lot of funny. I was just going along more along the lines of other things, like for instance, like uh, more like serious stuff. I mean, where you actually have to verbalize. You have to actually have to show intellect. Right. Yeah. 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 That was the whole. That was part yeah. of the thing in Game of Thrones. Even yeah. the the midget dude. He's he, his whole thing is he can't fight, so he has to be smart. Yeah. Mm. So that it, it, take that out and put it in real life mm. when you're fighting kings. Okay. In real life. All right. All right. What? Mm. No, but I was going to say that uh, when the, I think it was Willy Wonka or the Charlie, Charlie, which one? And the Chocolate Factory, the Which recent, one? the remake oh. with uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Yeah. There was a huge outcry because the, the Oompa Loompas were all the same guy. Were all the same guy and they were all computer done. So that put a lot of the midgets in the community out of a role. Really? Yeah. They were all like pissed off, like, oh, what the, that's roles that we could have taken. I did not know that. We can't do anything. We did, we did the Wizard of Oz. We did the first. But how easy is it to find them? Like, right. No, it was the choice of the director to have one guy instead of having a no, whole... No, but I'm saying, how easy is it to find a group they, of midgets? They probably have a guild. Oh, yeah, okay. no, they, there's a guild. There's there's a little people society. I forget. There's this guy. There's, there's they have like, a TV show, too? They do. Yeah. There's that comedian that we were talking about that one time. And there's only one living little person left from that from that from from the original Wizard of Oz. They've all died. Oh, that's right. Really? I, yeah. I did, I did hear that. they all died except for one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but it was... The, the, we talked about this comedian, dude. The, the, the midget comedian. I forget his name. What? Anyway, he 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 was on uh, uh, some interviews and he was talking about the the community of 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 little people, and they, they, there is like a whole I guess guild, a whole club, I don't know, uh-huh. a meetup group. Uh-huh. I don't know where I was going with that. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I think we already established that part. I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. All right. Yeah. There's a group. You. Right. There's groups for everybody. Everybody has a group that they can belong to. Okay. They do indeed. Yeah. I am a part of. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. We're gonna take a short commercial break. We'll be back with some uh, more news stories.
And now for a word from one of our sponsors. We have this one place called Amazon.com. I think you've all heard about it, right? Amazon. I don't, I'm familiar. You're unfamiliar? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, Amazon.com gives you whatever you want. If you just click on it. Anything you want to buy online, you can do it through Amazon.com. They'll find you vendors, anything nearby, and they'll ship it to you. And all you got to do, if you want to support the show, is click on the link on the right side of our page. Wait a minute. You just told me you don't know anything about Amazon.com. I was joke, man. Oh, yes, I'm hilarious. <clears throat> okay. Welcome back to Random Action Tangent. I'm Sal Adam. We got Maestro here and Royce. Yo, what's going on? All right, let's get into some news stories. Stuff's happening. Weird stuff. In this case, this comes out of San Francisco-ish. Ish. The Sierra Foothills, mm. close to San Francisco. Doesn't matter. Sort of like shenanigans, more like it. What? What? No. No, go on. It's, no, no, it's a story. city. It's called Sonora. So it did have, okay. All right. An S. I'm going right. to read the story. Is that cool? Yeah, all right. All right. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> Two eight-year-olds and one nine-year-old were caught smoking pot in the men's room, mm. or I guess the boys' room, <laughs> yeah. of their school. Okay. They were alerted by some other kid. Somebody ratted them out. All right. Snitch. Snitch, right. And snitches get what? Stitches. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. The boys seemed to have little smoking experience, according to the officer. They were they did not appear to be under the influence. They're also trying to find out if they knew right from wrong. Uh-huh. I have a feeling that if you're in the boys' room smoking smoking weed... You probably you saw it on TV. You, well, you have an idea that this should not be done in public. Right. This is not something I should be doing in front of other people. Right. So I'm assuming they knew it was wrong. Well, I would agree with that. I would say there's a possibility that they just saw it on TV and wanted to recreate the enactment. In, 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 the, in the men's room? Yeah, but they're reenacting it in the, in the boys' room. So they, they know, I guess in the movie, whatever movie they saw or TV show they saw, they were hiding. Okay. So they're also hiding. Okay. So I'm assuming they know that it's not a good thing. Okay. So, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so but the, reenacting or not, it's a bad thing. Well, the difference is like whether or not they know right from wrong to what degree. I mean, what if it's just, oh, just slap on the wrist. It's just like, I, I got in trouble. <laughs> kind of stuff. All right, for, for fake smoking weed in the bathroom. It's fake? Apparently, they don't know how to do it. They're saying they, they were, seemed to be unexperienced and were not under the influence well, of the rushed. controlled substance. How do you know, though? How, I mean, how can you judge if they were under the experience or not? They weren't, they weren't inhaling? They were doing a Bill Clinton? Or oh, yes. Yeah, so they did not well, inhale. How, how do you understand if they're under the influence or not? You know? well, I, well, there's a whole saying about children and is it old people or animals. Children and animals cannot lie. Or something like that. There's also another thing about children that if you build a playground, they will come. Which point? That's that's, that's a movie about yeah, a baseball field. Same thing. Right. <laughs> 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 no, but they. I, I feel like if they were under the influence, you would be able to tell. There was, there was that video from this one kid that was at the dentist office, all high off of the uh, yeah, dentist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was like, "Oh, am I gonna be forever this way?" Or but he's we, like scared for his life. But does we do that to to somebody at at, at eight and eight? nine years old? Well, you know they say the first three times you smoke, you don't even get high. So maybe that was the first time they even smoked. So maybe they were on the influence; they just didn't feel anything. Maybe they say that they do say that first three times you smoke weed, you know, you know, supposed to get high. You're supposed to get hungry. I, I would like to. I, I would, like, I would to, like to counter. I would like to disagree with that fact <laughs> from stories that I've heard from, from stories. Right, right, yes, right, right. No, the first time can be pretty. Can be pretty experienced. It can be. It can, it can, can be, be an experience, experience. Yes, from stories again. Uh huh. What? All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like if these eight, nine-year-old kids were under the influence, it would be very obvious. It'd be they'd be falling over each other, pushing each other, trying to drink out of the toilet. I don't know. I think more <laughs> drinking the toilet. <laughs> Wait, is this the is this the water fountain? Yeah. Or is this a bidet? Yeah. They don't have bidets in those schools. No, no. Bidets are coming back though. Bidets are coming back, really. Yeah. It's close to San Francisco. It's it's possible. <laughs> oh wow. Because it's upper class is what I'm saying. I don't know what you guys are assuming. <laughs> wow. Really guys? <laughs> Honestly, what you say I have no idea what's coming out of your So <laughs> I mean, more so than what if they were high or not. It should just be the act of them doing it. That's or that that's the problem more so than were they actually high. It's just them actually sneaking in the bathroom and yeah. you know lighting. That's really what the problem is. You know, yeah. Like, if they were high, they're high. But you know, they've done it now, so they'll do it again. They'll do it again. Yeah. The, my point about it is what they know about the the severity of what they're doing. 
That's my question. I see. Because if it's like, oh, I just stole my friend's like toy Tonka, you know, truck, whatever. Okay, that right. Tonka truck, yes. Yeah. And it's like, oh, later. I'll give it back. I'm just borrowing, blah, blah, blah. That kind of idea, that okay. kind of feeling, that kind of like. So they're borrowing mindset. their older brother's weed? Yeah, it's like, I just want to try it because I want to be like my older brother. Okay. All right. No, that, that makes sense. I mean, older sister? Mm-hmm. Back when we were kids, they used to have the uh, the bubblegum cigarettes. Do you remember yeah. those? Yeah. Where yeah. They, they're shaped in cigarettes, but they're actually bubblegum. Yeah. And they have that powder in there. So if you like blow on it enough, It'll the powder. Spray, yeah, blow yeah, out. Yeah, it looks like smoke. Every kid loved that, you know? Yeah. Or if you didn't have that, you had the pretzels, which were cigars, you know. So right, right. Cigars. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember even being in a, I think as young as junior high, where it'd be a really cold day, and if you breathe, you, you had the smoke, smoke coming yeah. out, and you're pretending and I'm from Chicago, smoke. so that's all you yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See. All right. So I guess there is a certain level of emulating the older people or the whoever you seem to think is awesome. But like now, you know, you have rappers like Wiz Khalifa who it goes on YouTube and shows you how to roll the perfect joint. So, I mean, if you're eight years old, you can oh. clearly research of how you're supposed to roll and smoke weed. So, I mean, you know, they, it's, it's a, it's an age now that we didn't have when we were growing up. So, I mean, if I'm, if I go on, on a YouTube channel and look up an instructional video on how to smoke weed properly, I'm going to find it. So I can be five years old and know how to roll the perfect joint. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Anything you, you just can't do. like, you can't put the fingers all in. Right. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> right it's a little sloppy it's a little sloppy sir right no, so, so i mean there is a, there's way too much instruction i think on youtube yeah uh, probably not for your own good but i mean for the positive i mean I've, i learned how to get stuff done to my car even through youtube yeah uh, i wasn't trying to smoke my car in the bathroom right. but, but, i mean so but, it should be a regulation of what our you know they have that. yeah they have that on youtube it's, a, it's an age limit for what certain things we should show. all you got to do is click i'm 18 and then don't tell them that <laughs> <laughs> All you gotta do is click that and be like, oh, okay, fine, make up an age. Like, even an eight year old should be smart enough to say, I wasn't born in, you know, 2005. Yeah. I was born in 1954. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What is this internet stuff? Straight <laughs> kind of mangleness? What? Yes. Just gonna want... research weed and right. porn. Yeah. <laughs> On this magical box, it shows me images. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that is true. I mean, in an age now where you can find anything online, you kind of have to find a stricter way to, you know. But I mean, I would, I would argue that even back when we were growing up, even if if you didn't have internet, you could still learn how to smoke weed, and you know yeah. you didn't need to be yeah. Oh. Internet. There's, there's already somebody around that yeah. knows more than you do. Right, exactly. When it comes down to it, it really has to do with what people say after they've known what they've seen and everything. Basically, like put everything into context, like they do in South Park. <laughs> what? Hold on. Genius. <laughs> what? what? Don't you remember that one bit where they played the Lord of the Rings with uh, the porno tape? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then it was like it's the two towers or something. Huh? Oh, I don't think I saw that one. Oh, oh dude, it's good. Is it yeah. good? I yeah, it's really good. It yeah, there was a VHS tape that they were trying to return to the blockbuster, but and it was it was a porn tape that the parents had rented, but it was, they had put it inside the box of the uh, the, the the two towers, I think, for yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And Butters had seen it and he saw the porn and he was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" And all, <laughs> all the other kids thought it was actually the, the Lord of the Rings. Hey, man, so Butters wrong? became the golem. Like, oh no, my precious, I need that tape oh, back. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. I have. Not seen it. I gotta go look it up. It was amazing. It was, it was pretty interesting. All the parents are trying to chase after the kids, trying to put everything they saw into context of what's going on, and they do Wait. it so badly. <laughs> yes. that, was that the one where Stan's parents are like in their bedroom and they're yeah. like, in the ba- I think I did see okay. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they're like just watching the tape and they're like, oh, son. Yeah, yeah, I think I saw yeah, that. Yeah, none of the kids know what it is, but then right. they're like, "All right, we have to understand." Sometimes when a man and a woman love each other, right, they do things. So we, and there's like got real like explicit. And they're like, "What is happening? <laughs> what porno would you give?" Plus nine. Back to plus nine. Hey, Chris, kids are growing up fast these days, man. You gotta you gotta regulate the internet because anything they can search, they can find it. So. Yeah, no, it's it's just crazy. It's yeah. crazy. But uh, the thing about the story that I think. They got my attention. They really wanted me to, I guess, talk to you guys about was not so much that the eight, nine year olds are smoking the weed because, I mean, it's going to happen if it's going to happen. But what they're saying is that legalizing marijuana for recreational use by adults in California would make it easier for minors to gain access to pot in the future. That's bullshit. Uh, yes, I, I, it, it is bullshit. Yeah. But it's just like, it, like we were saying, if, if you want it, you're going to find it. Yeah. To blame the laws that now it's legal is, is, is just, I think is an excuse for shady parenting. Exactly. It'd probably be better now because you don't have to have your eight-year-old kid going to buy from some shady-ass dude behind a, you know, Seven Eleven selling your kid some dirty. Yeah. You know, now you just go straight to the Seven Eleven guy instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take some OG Kush. Right. How uh, old are you, goddammit? <laughs> oh, see, the trick is you got to make sure you go to somebody that's not your ethnicity. Right. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> because they can't tell ages of your. Your background, from from what I hear again from a friend, you got a certain type of person that they won't know how old you look at your 
in your background, they're not going to card you. What? I mean, you get like an ID card that says McLovin on it and they don't get it? <laughs> not even an ID card. You just walk in, hey, I need this stuff. Well, if you look at any, well, the idea is they don't card, they card anyone that looks like they're under 25. If, if it's a legitimate business, yes. Yeah. If it's Pedro's liquor shop on the corner. So then Benjamin's change everything. Right. Right? Gotcha. <laughs> Not Benjamin's, just who cares? Five dollars? Lincoln? They're trying to make money. I mean, it's certain. Well, mean, obviously, yeah. Yeah. So who cares? I'll sell this and that's it. I it's mean, over. in the same way that you can, like McLovin would have just preferred to have got somebody to buy him his booze. I mean, I'm sure a kid can find somebody to buy him his weed, you know, yeah. you know, it, it, there's always ways around everything. So, just by legalizing it is not going to, you know, prevent it or make it any worse. It's going yeah. to be the same thing. You know, it's just for people who are legally able to do it, mm-hmm. it's going to make their lives easier and, you know, less criminal. I, yeah. I think the best way to have them when they're already started is to make, is to like water, well, not water, drop, um, water, drop, no, was it, what were they? Water, water, floodgate, floodgate, basically. Oh. You flood them with, uh, <laughs> sounds like, right? Yeah. Jaguar, <laughs> Jaguar. <laughs> no, uh, they flood them with uh, the the drug or whatever it is. For, for instance, like when you smoke cigarettes when you're a kid and they, your parents catch you, they're like, okay, smoke like the whole pack right now, right? And then they're all sick and everything. Then afterwards, they don't touch it after for a while or after all. So are are you saying that parents should sit down their kids at a young age and no, force no, them no. to smoke weed? I'm saying, if I'm saying if they already get caught to make it to make it taste really bad to them, so that it's, that it's in their memory that it tastes bad. So make bad selling. No, no, no. no. Hold on. What? What weed is bad? Well? No, 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 I'm saying is um, make it taste bad. Is what you're saying? No, no, no. Uh, the the quantity. You know how if you drink, you have too much of it, it gets really like gets worse. Just right. to smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, exactly. Just make it do all at once. Does that have a diverse effect though? It should. Because from from what I've been hearing, that you you can't OD on weed. No, you can't. You just get really high and then that's it. Yeah, but then you, you get to freak them out. Yeah, I mean, they'll probably be like paranoid as hell. And yeah, like, like show up in like a giant chicken but costume. Then, then, or something. then what you got is you got a parent that's got an eight-year-old freaking out paranoid right. kid. It's like pulling his hair out because he doesn't know what the fuck is happening. So yeah, that's not a good thing either. No, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like you, they they don't understand how everything's working, right? So they mm. put it. Well, I'm just taking from the idea from like cigarettes, pretty much. Mm. Okay. Like what they did was they they caught the kid. He's having a cigarette with his friends, and then they, he brings him back to the house where, in the safety of his own home, watches him smoke the entire pack and gets sick off of it. Right. So later on, when the kid sees the cigarette, and men- mentally it, it brings up all the bad, bad things that happen as well, right. and it deters him somehow. But then he also ends up hating his parents. Oh. No, I, I would feel like you made me sick. You made me throw up. What the? You're supposed to be protecting me, and now you made me throw up off of cigarettes. Well, I, I feel like there'd be some resentment there. Of course there's going to be resentment, but why would there be resentment like later in life when they realize exactly what they were trying to do for him? I think the black way of doing it should be implemented all the, every way. So if uh-huh. my parents would my parents would catch me smoking weed, they would have beat my ass. All right. So I think... Parents need to whoop their kids' asses. I mean, it's old, but yeah, if, if it's biblical, if, if it's biblical. But if you are in control of your child, somebody said parenting, and that's really what it falls down to. Yeah. Is yeah, you have to whoop your child if they do something that they're not supposed to do. So if you catch your child smoking weed, you have to follow that with an ass whooping that's going to make them remember. Okay, now I shouldn't do this again because if I do, I'm gonna get my ass whooped. Not just because I've tried it and I'm fucking sick now. No, I I got my mm-hmm. ass whooped, so I don't. I probably shouldn't do this if I want to live under my parents house or right for parents roof yeah. you know oh, there's another one I, I also heard that if you don't want to do the ass whooping what you also could do is you could shave their head in the weird awkward ways or make them wear t-shirts they really don't want to wear like the picture of the guys i caught you of your dad well, like, <laughs> that. that works too yeah, yeah. humiliation i guess yeah, yeah. But, but now now that would have been a fashion statement to to be say, like, yeah <laughs> people have the craziest shit in their head all the time no, I'm, I'm talking about really bad that's what i do with a thunderbolt going through the side of his, his head i'm not talking about designer like bad i'm talking about really bad i'm talking about like kramer bad mixed with a little bit of denzel <laughs> kramer Denzel. Damn, I'm trying to picture that. What does that look like? Well, it's a bit of both. Oh, John King. Wendell's here. (laughs) Patch is here. Looking looking like you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So now this kid's growing up with a complex. (laughs) Think about this way. He'll never get caught again, at least. No, he's going to shave his head for the rest of his life. Right? Right. It's healthy. It's healthy. Yeah, I mean, like, you never have to get lice. You never have to worry about, like, haircuts because you just shave it all off. Right. No, understood. Saves you money. Saves you money. I, I guess I, I'd be freaked out to be having band-aids all over my skull. Oh, from, I didn't say cut the skin. Myself. I didn't say cut the skin. No, man. but from shaving in general. I mean. They have, they have like, safety. Have you, have you ever sh- nicked yourself shaving? Yeah. All right. That's on your head. 
Yeah. All right. You don't have to shave it all the way. You can you can do it, do it to the skin. You can do like like maybe an inch off. Honestly, thing. no. Honestly, to to be real, there was a video of a of a of a guy, of a parent who did that. Some so his kid did something wrong, so the guy like shaved his the the kid's head to look like he was balding. So he like cut the whole top of his head off nice. and left the rest. So I mean, obviously, you're gonna get made fun of if you look like a little yeah. fucking 30, 40, 50 year old man. <laughs> yeah. You know. So I mean, that could work. He was scarred, I'm sure, and he probably uh, yeah, wouldn't do see, what he did again. You know. So right, but at the same time, you got the repercussions. They're gonna be like. You're going to have these insecurities about shit. But you're also going to remember I'm never going to smoke weed in the bathroom with my friends again because right. my daddy going to shave my head off. So. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, the then same you're also thing. never going to leave the house again. Exactly. You're going to be a shut-in. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll, you'll... Which is better because you'll never smoke weed in my house. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. win-win. Yeah. <laughs> you get on the computer, learn how to make like some like awesome stuff, become a computer whiz, and make a lot of money. It'd be great. Yeah. And never stop. <laughs> I want to see this. Like, I want to see a documentary about this. Moral of the story, shave your kids' heads. Right, yeah. Uh, that's, that's what every parent should take away from this. Yeah. Oh, right. Especially if they're girls. That'll just kill them. Right? Oh, no. Yeah. Come on. Although, if you from Vendetta, Nellie Portman with a shaved head. Mm. I think it still works. Uh, no? She looked like a little... She, she Honestly, she looked like a kid. Yeah, not feeling the shaved no. head. Look I mean, because like, her head itself and the neck was so tiny. <laughs> it, looked, it, looked like, it looked like her head was literally like too overproportioned for her body. All right, so if you have a bad head, shave the kid's head. So give them a complex. What's I don't know. What are you trying to say here? Yeah, like wrinkles on the back of your head. You got that. Like, right. I was talking to Royce about his thing about like night apartment. No, it didn't do it for me. That's all. Oh yeah, right. uh, she's fine. She's amazing. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. More smoking, I guess. What? Uh, not of the uh, pot variety. This is of the uh, garden variety. That's that's still pot. Still pot. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. True. No. Uh, electronic cigarettes. Oh, so oh. more more the. Electronics? Yes, they, they have come under fire recently. They're trying to pass laws to make sure that you cannot smoke in parks, restaurants, and most workplaces. Why? Who cares? And who knows? Why? It's water vapors. As far as like, I mean, studies haven't come out as in great quantities as they have for actual tobacco cigarettes. Yeah. But people, I think, are just paranoid about electronic cigarettes. It's like it's it's a way around. It's it's a loophole, and so you can smoke inside. It's fine. They're like, no, we don't. It, it comes down to, in my opinion, it's more about smoking, less about what you're smoking or what you're doing. That is ridiculous. So it's about the habit and not about the... Yeah, it's it's, it's frowned upon. If you're a smoker, you're frowned upon because, I don't know, you smell bad sometimes. <laughs> mm. It just... It, and the health risk and whatnot, that the state's going to end up paying for your health bills when you end up in the hospital with cancer Is it health risk for, like, having, like, electronic cigarette issues? No, no, no. It, for actual cigarettes. Okay. There's a health risk. So I, I mean, don't... it's undeniable. It's like, I think, 20% chance increase. In lung cancer or, or cancer in general, if you smoke actual cigarettes, okay. there hasn't been studies for electronic cigarettes yet that I know of, or not in large quantities to be able to be substantial. But yeah, because I think the jury is still out on the health risks of smoking yeah. electronic cigarettes, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But they're, they're trying to, I think, get ahead of the the horse here and like, oh, we're going to assume it's bad because it's smoking. You're still smoking. You're a bad person. I, I just think it's a whole thing against smokers being vilified just for being smokers. It's, it's their choice. It's their right. Uh, there's no laws against it. But they're trying to now crack down on the electronic cigarettes. I think just because of the fact that you're still smoking. Okay. But is it proven that secondhand electronic smoking causes? Uh, nothing. Yeah. So that, as far as I know, no, no, no causes maybe um, more humidity in the air. <laughs> yeah, like what? Is, what is secondhand e-cigarettes called? I mean, it's it's my understanding. It's just vapor. So what yeah. is what it's, is it's water vapor? It's water vapor. You know, so. yeah, it's water vapor. It creates more humidity in the air, and it smells nicer. Yeah, so there should be nothing. Shouldn't be. Shouldn't be. I believe that the only thing that it actually does promote is addiction. Because mm -hmm. it's nicotine in it, right? Yeah. yeah. The only thing about it is a lot of people. Uh, I'm not exactly sure where I read this from, so don't take it from me. Okay. But I believe. Okay, go ahead and look it up. Cite your sources. Right? No. Um, <laughs> there's a possibility that um, that there's a certain chemical compound that helps with depression and dealing with the stress that is promoted with cigarettes. So once you start smoking cigarettes that the chemical in your brain stops producing that because the cigarettes are giving it to it already. Mm. So when you okay. stop smoking, it takes a while for the guy to get the person to get back onto uh yeah. The, yeah. Well there's there's all kinds of crazy withdrawal symptoms when you try to quit smoking. You, or you, you lose really. sleep, you lose uh you gain appetite, you get all kinds of crazy stuff. Well, the appetite, smoking is not easy. I hear the appetite thing is based upon like the actual habit of having something in your hands. Your Absolutely. Mouth. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's oral fixation. <laughs> you need you need something there to do keep yourself entertained i don't know i'm not a, i'm not a doctor as uh -huh. i've stated before but uh, it just it, it seems to me that this is just an attack on smokers in general mm -hmm. it's it's not for anything else than we don't like smokers fuck you guys uh you go stand over there okay so that's what you're trying to say that they were trying to say about us about the people smoking then. yes yes okay. that, that's 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 my perception of the whole law the whole law is not about 
health risks. It's not about saving the public. It's about fuck you smokers. I mean, in in all honesty, it, it, that might cause a problem as well because let's say you're in a restaurant and there's an old, you know, 70-year-old woman who's eating her dinner with her old 70-year-old husband and she has no concept of what an e-cigarette is and she's looking over knowing that smoking causes cancer and she's thinking that you're smoking a real cigarette and you're just smoking an e-cigarette right. and she's like, okay, I need somebody to go over there and tell them to stop smoking. When Now, now there's that thing of, okay, I have to say this isn't a cigarette, it's actually an e-cigarette so you got to explain yourself and there's that whole thing so maybe that's that could play a role too like okay we don't want to go through the 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 notion of okay maybe somebody could mistake this for being a real cigarette even though it's an e-cigarette yeah it literally looks like a bullet now it it depends on what you got there's e-cigarettes that look like cigarettes that just the tip lights red and it looks like a cigarette Uh there are other ones that are these giant pens that I mean, people get confused over because it has weird. What you got in their pocket, there, buddy? Huh? This, is, this is an e-cigarette. Right uh-huh. here. <laughs> uh, okay, well, hold on. We're, we're passing the e-cigarette around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Did you guys smell that? Did you guys feel any effects from that? Just now. I just had I just had a puff of the e-cigarette. I didn't see no smoke. I didn't see anything. You didn't see anything? He's dying. Let me try again. Okay, hey, there now, it goes. Now, so all, right. all right, all right. Wait, 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 wait for it. Wait are, for it. Are you guys coughing? You guys, you guys feel anything? Let me fresh victory. Okay, hold on. Right, hold right. on. My lungs are closing. Hold oh, on. no. <laughs> are you allergic to strawberries? Because <laughs> that's the flavoring that I, I got going on here. So, I mean, I understand what your whole thing about the, the old woman in the, in, the, in the restaurant saying, oh, she's just smoking. Boo. Yeah. Uh, but is she, is she, is she, can she feel it? Can she taste it? Can she smell it? Is there any no, way that she will know besides seeing the smoke? Yeah, no, it's very true. It's very true. Because I've been to I've been to bars, I've been to clubs that there's somebody smoking an e-cigarette in the thing, and the bouncer rushes them like, "Hey, you gotta put that out." And they're like, "All right, put it in the purse." I'm like, what the? Right. Yeah, no, it's 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 electronic, and they're like, "All right, all right, just don't smoke in here. You're gonna freak people out." Because right, right, that, yeah. and that's what it comes down I, to. I think it's the freaking people out part. I mean, when people realize that there's no harm in it, you know, I mean, I guess then it wouldn't be a problem. But I guess I don't know. <laughs> so basically, instead of saying, oh, "I don't want to deal with the conversation piece." about figuring out whether or not it's an electric cigarette or a real cigarette. Yeah, we're just, just gonna, put it away. We're just going to put it away, yeah. yeah. Or smoke outside with it with the rest of the smoke. But then you got to go outside with the re- people who are smoking real cigarettes yeah. and then get lung like, cancer. You're trying to be healthy and you got <laughs> yeah. real smokers breathing on you. Right. Which, by the way, I heard also, I don't, ha- I don't have this study in front of me, but I also, I heard it's secondhand smoke. Secondhand smoke? Se- secondhand smoke. <laughs> Oh man, this uh, e-cigarette has got me all fucked up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Secondhand smoke does not really do anything. From it's, it's just an idea. It just keeps the idea about doing this. Yeah, because people with smoking have gone crazy because they hate smokers. They they've even developed a uh, third-hand smoke. What's third-hand smoke? Third-hand smoke is somebody that smokes and then it like gets on your clothes. And if you have smoked in the past day or something, they can smell the smoke on your on your jacket or something. That now it's causing third-hand smoke. <laughs> This might this might be a little off topic. I'm sorry if if you want to bring it back. Yeah, go ahead. But I heard it's random acts of tangent. Random acts of tangent, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna go off on a random acts of tangent. Uh, right. I heard that the all the all the commercials that you see on TV for anti-smoking and like the old woman who's got a hole in her throat, she's yeah. like, smoking, like and that actually makes smokers want to continue smoking. There's something in there, even though it's even though it's against it. Mm-hmm. It's subliminal. It's subliminal. Yes. Oh, it's subliminal, cool. and it makes people who who are addicted to smoking actually want to smoke more after seeing the commercial. Because if you look, some of those ads are paid by cigarette companies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's a law, though they have to. Yeah. But 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 is that is that the case? Do you really do you really watch that commercial and say, okay, so we're talking about smoking, so that innately makes me want to go smoke a cigarette? You know, because I, even though even though it's negative, Have you notice yeah. though that every time that you see that one of those episodes, those commercials, yeah, you see them smoking. Yeah, exactly. So they're then they are smoking. So it's it's almost. And I mean, it's almost like it's even though it's not an ad for it, it's, it's almost an ad. It is. For it. it is. Yeah, because yeah. th- there was. And, I, and now they have one like I just saw recently that's for menthol cigarettes. They're like, okay, if you smoke menthol cigarettes, you're gonna lose your face. But like wow. they, they, right? But like they, <laughs> <laughs> but like they they honed in on menthol, like a specific cigarette. So menthol smokers are like, oh, okay, well, menthol cigarettes are gonna make me lose my face. That makes me want to go smoke a menthol cigarette right now. You know, does that is that is that really what happens, or is well, that? The example that I feel like I've talked about before, there was a time where I was trying to quit smoking, and uh, I, I don't smoke as much as I used to anymore, but there was a time where I was pretty heavy, and I, I was I was dating a girl that did not like smoking, and I went to go take her to see the movie Constantine, 
mm. with Keanu Reeves is what it is. Yeah, he's in the movie. He's a he's a heavy smoker. It's a decent movie, but he smoke every every second of that movie. I have never wanted a cigarette more. <laughs> <laughs> every second of that movie, he's smoking. In that theater, I'm watching, like, oh man, I I really I would yeah. like to have a cigarette. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, no, understood. Yeah, because he smokes every second of that movie. Yes, yeah, but absolutely. he does have. He's supposed to have lung cancer. He, he does have lung cancer. In he that has movie? lung cancer, yeah. which uh, the guy from the Volkswagen commercial takes out of his lungs. I, that was oh, the, that was the devil. That's right. No, yeah, that was that was cancer. That is the guy from the Volkswagen commercial. Yes, it is. He was a good devil too. Yes, he was. Yes, I bought it. Yeah, I like that guy. He's done a lot of. Villainy movies. Yeah. He's in Bad Boys too. Yeah. Was he? Yes. Yeah. He was, was, he was he in he's Bad a Russian Boys? guy selling the E in the clubs. Some punk thinks he can die in my club. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yes, he was. I just saw it like last week, by the way. So. Oh. <laughs> yes, great he movie. was. That's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great movie. <laughs> like the, the scene when they're in the uh, they're in the video store and they're talking about how Martin Lawrence got shot in the ass. And Wilson Damn. is trying to apologize for it. Like, who look. shot you in the ass? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> and they're talking about it. And people out of context are listening to the conversation. Like, and Mark Lawrence is telling him, look, I'm still messed up from what you did to my ass the other night. Yeah. <laughs> all right. It got real awkward and they had that music. You two motherfuckers need Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Come here, <years>, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, great movie. What were we talking about? Smoking? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's just I don't feel like it's it's supposed to be advertising, but the whole idea that they're smoking on screen it makes you want one, yeah, yeah, and and that's why at some point they started outlawing that on on like TV shows, I think, and uh, stuff like back in the day, I Love Lucy would smoke, yeah, they yeah. smoke on there, and modern oh, sitcoms, yeah, she started off as a cigarette girl before she actually became I Love right. Lucy, yeah, but, see, yeah. but a modern day sitcoms, you won't see anybody smoking, right? You won't see no. it because it's now frowned upon. They don't want to have that as an advertisement. Uh-huh. Any anybody that smokes, it looks as like an advertisement. Mad Men, then it's a whole different story. And you, oh, Mad Men. You see, pick another, up, another show. You watch that and you want a cigarette. You want a cigarette. And you yeah. pick up a magazine and there's advertisements for cigarettes in magazines. So. Yeah. You know, it, Time it, Magazine, you know, US, Us Magazine, all that shit. You know. if, if it was that bad, it would be gone, I feel. What? If smoking was that bad for you, if it was. I mean, it is bad for you. I mean, it's not... You're not going to live longer if you smoke. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I would. I'd be inclined to believe that it is true that if you smoke a lot, you would catch catch cancer. But that's not to say that if you don't drink a lot, you're going to, you know, not catch yeah. cancer of the liver or whatever. Exactly. So, yeah. So they they got those uh, sin taxes where they're. they're I think in uh, New York, it's like ten dollars a pack of cigarettes. Yeah, something crazy like, like huge, that. Yeah, people actually roll their own cigarettes in uh, New York. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's just it's dedication. No it's dedication wow. to killing themselves. I guess wow, is, is how it works down too. But. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, one last uh, story, just a fun one for yeah. no reason. Okay. As we close out the show, mm. Oscar Meyer has developed an app for your yeah. phones. For wait, wait, wait. Oscar Meyer has developed your app for your wiener. Yeah. No, for your phone. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What do you think this app would be from Oscar Meyer? I think I just answered it right there. For, for, your, for your wiener. All right. Well, <laughs> well, obviously. What would it do for your Oscar wiener? Oscar Meyer comes out with a condom. <laughs> this is Bologna thing. No, I, I I feel like it would be unsafe to pull out your cell phone and put it over your over your junk during sex. So maybe condom app. It's not a good Mm-mm. thing. No, I don't think that's what he's going for. No, no, no. But it's an app for your phone. Uh huh. Okay. What would it be? Hmm. Oscar Meyer. Calorie a, counter? I don't know. A place to go find Oscar Mayer wieners? Oh, where you can watch, you can track the Oscar Mayer wiener van house car. No, see, no. What it is? It's an alarm clock. It's it, time to eat Oscar Mayer or what? It's something you plug into your phone. Apparently, this is for iPhones only at this point. You plug into your headphone jack, also into the battery part. And if you set your alarm for it, it will give off the sounds and the smells of crackling bacon. Wait, how do you give oh, off lies, the smells? They lies. can't give off you smells. Can't get smells. No, believe. No, there I don't is, believe there's something you attach to the phone. Oh, you attached it. No. That will emit oh, the smell. Oh, my God. It's like a fragrance thing. Oh, my God. So, God. in the morning, if you want to wake up to the smell of bacon, I am going to go download this <laughs> shit tonight. But you need, you need a little add-on piece, though. Shit. Oh, yeah. Yes. How do I get the add-on? Yeah. Thing? Well, <laughs> that's, that's going to come out eventually. I think uh, April 4th, they're going to have a drawing to release a bunch of these to random people. Eventually, they'll be available for sale. That is too. amazing. So, you can literally wake up and smell the bacon. The smell that and the sound. That is fucking amazing. And the sounds. Yeah, that's, that's the added bonus part of it. Oh, wow. Congratulations, Oscar Mayer. You are a pioneer in <laughs> all that is iPhone or whatever app right? store. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, then it goes on. Instead of like the Oscar Mayer smell of bacon, it actually does it makes you pass out and they take you out and do stuff to you and then bring you back. Like, oh, abduction. interesting. Oh, look at that. There'll be, there, there really will be like a scientist who comes out and be yes. like, okay, look, the, yes. the smell causes cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I got second the bacon smell. I got second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. No, but I feel like now that 
that you mentioned it, this could have criminal applications. Yes. You have certain smells that are meant to cause certain things. Plug in certain phones, call in remotely, and it has a smell of nitrous or mm. nitrous. Wow. A gas. You went to nitrous. Nitrous gas. Wow. I want to say gas. Are you talking like this all of a sudden? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Freak people out. Maybe the chloroform smell. Wow. I don't know. Does it smell chloroform to you? Right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) You're just putting people out for no reason. Just, hey, smell this. (laughs) (laughs) It's only a phone. Come on. (laughs) All right. Wow. Well, on that note, uh, check out this app, I guess, if you like bacon that much. (laughs) I don't know. But, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you send us emails, show at ratpackpodcast.com. If you have comments on our comments, suggestions for future comments or stories that we might make. No exchanges, returns, or refunds. Right. Right. That also. <laughs> yeah, make sure you rate us on iTunes. If you want to buy something on Amazon or iTunes, make sure you go to our, our webpage first. Click on the links, the banners on the on the webpage. We get a kickback. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and it helps out the show. So, until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Maestro. And I'm Royce. Thank you very much. 